mean, how painful was that? That wasn't so bad. Uh, a couple ads, a couple dollars. It's all good. Uh, check it out. You know, Starburns Audio guys, they uh, they were really generous in uh, taking this little podcast on. The little podcast they could. The little podcast they would. Thank you for listening. I'd like to thank mom and dad. Any, uh, any animals out there listening? Any dogs, cats, rats? Um, you know, any of you for listening. Thank you. Even if you just download and don't listen, that is valuable. We should actually have a campaign. I wonder if you could, people must have like bots downloading their podcast to increase the dollars. Although I wonder if on some level that doesn't, that just doesn't equal out. Like, have you ever thought about the lottery and how like, say the, say the lottery is like $400 million. What if you just bought 400 million tickets? I mean, they, oh, there's only something like uh, 160 million combinations of those numbers and letters. So if you just spent 160 million on lotto tickets, you could guarantee a win. Now, the problem is, what if someone else wins? <laughs> you, you could potentially lose $40 million. <laughs> that cracks me. It reminds me of The Simpsons when he's like, why don't they just make a 99 cent coin? And Marge is like, what about tax? Anyway, happy Monday, everybody. I hope you're having a great time. I hope your weekend was relaxing, as relaxing as mine. I had a fucking hella relaxing weekend. Um, I went to yoga. Oh, sa- Friday night, there was a rainstorm in Los Angeles. Can you believe it? Those of you in L.A., I mean, it was shocking, huh? I went for a walk at like 5 p.m. I was going to pick up my friend, my lady friend, Sam, and uh, we, uh, what, what, I can't remember our plan, but I was gonna, go, I was gonna go um, pick her up, and we were gonna go to dinner, and it started raining, and every, and everybody in Los Angeles panicked. It was as though all those movies with The Rock about apocalypse and Armageddon and rapture had come true, because it wasn't rain only; there was lightning and thunder, which was just terrifying, right? I mean, Snowball was just shaking so i was shaking like a like a drug mule at the border let's <laughs> have you ever seen a drug mule shake at the border if you're into drug mules great movie it's called uh the mule and it's on us an aussie film and it is just a very graphic film about a man who's forced to sit in a hotel room until he shits out the drugs that the police believe are in his system. So, uh, you know, note to self, kids, um, you know, being a drug mule isn't all it's cracked up to be. A lot of people would have you believe otherwise, but uh, there are better ways to earn money in this world. Um, so anyway, Friday was crazy. The rain and thunder and lightning, it was beautiful. I didn't do anything, right? All we, all I did was just look out the window the entire night. I left the window open, the uh, the screen door open, and good thing Snowball doesn't really like um, you know rain, so we just kind of watched the rain together. Um, and then yeah, it was it was an unusual weekend because I, uh, according to my podcast from last week, I am not a member of a golf club, so I. <laughs> So I don't have this like crazy incentive to go to the driving range or go hit balls or go spend my food minimum. This weekend, I just fucking slept in, did yoga. By the way, golfers like respect the yoga. All right, I'm gonna. I think I'm actually gonna give yoga like a full shot. It was funny because I was talking with Sam about how, um, you know, she was saying that she uh, uh, was interviewing someone and they. 
I can't remember what their job was, but they're they're one of these like inspiring people, right? Someone who we would probably like to maybe have on the podcast, although I don't think they play golf. But anyway, they were they were they were talking about how going to the gym and eating right is part of their job. And I was like, whoa. I haven't been to the gym in so long. Like I just haven't. I and and I think it's because I tell myself I'm busy, you know. But I forget that part of my job is operating at optimum levels, you know. Like I can't come in and do this podcast while I'm half asleep. I can't fucking you're not. I mean I could, but it's not going to be as good, you know. I could. Uh, I'm not going to go be. I'm not going to be pumped, you know. And part of my job is to get pumped, get psyched. And, you know, you might think, oh, dream job, Eric's, everything's fine. What the fuck is this guy moaning about? I'm turning it off. Turn it off. Go ahead. I mean, as long as you keep subscribing. <laughs> no, I want you to enjoy it. Um, so, so anyway, go, I'll, I'm, in, I'm full on yoga. I'm literally full on yoga. I think I'm going to buy like the 12-year pass. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to buy the 50-year yoga pass. It's $18,000. <laughs> So anyway, I'm just really into it. Like I went to this place in LA that plays like hip hop music. It's blacked out and there's like, um, and there's a, it's like hot, but I was feeling it guys. I mean, how is, I don't know if you haven't been to yoga, you got to try it. Cause for those of us that have been to yoga, I mean, that place is like, it's not like you're going to pick up a chick in a yoga class, but it is a very, it's a sexual environment. Like I remembered why I stopped going. Because when I was married, I would go to yoga and I would literally be like, uh, I, I can't, I can't, I can't watch. I can't unwatch what I, what the fuck? She's, what her ass is just in my face. What am I going to do? Um, and those of you, so those of you that uh, don't have enough stimulation in your life, check out a yoga class. No, but I'm like, I'm psyched about that. Um, and then... Um, yeah, what the fuck else? I mean, not a ton, not a ton. Um, basically, uh, getting ready to go on to Pinehurst. I did get some messages about hanging in Pinehurst. I don't think we're gonna have time. I think uh, we're mostly gonna be working for the man that is Tom Pashley and the powers that be over there at Pinehurst. But. We're hoping to get a podcast with Gil Hans together. Uh, if you have any questions, hit up the email, the Eric Lang Show. Maybe it's the Eric Anders Lang Show. <laughs> I don't know. It's in the podcast description below. I know that. I know Jeff would never make a mistake there. Um, and so anyway, we're going to do that. And then, I don't know. I was thinking about going to the Alps. Fuck it. Not the hole at Presswick, but the, um, the fucking area of the world. Uh, maybe for Thanksgiving, it looks like my family's going to be a bit split apart. So I might just go over to the Alps and just fucking drive around, you know, just get some real clean air. Um, I'm pretty excited. I think I can announce this right now. Brody Smith and I are going to go to um, the major series of putting in Vegas in a couple weeks. I think it's the, uh, what day is it? It's the 26th, 7th, and 8th. And I'm pretty sure we will do a damn meet-up in, uh, in Vegas. I'm going to do a meet-up in Vegas, and I'm going to see who's going to show up. You, you want to come to a meet-up? Uh, say hello. Drink sodas. I mean, you can drink whatever you want. I mean, honestly, if I was you, I'd drink moonshine. But 
Got a question here from Ganja Golfer. Sorry, man. Finally getting to this. Uh, I listened to your Money Podcast today. Your point about having a real conversation hits me, and I wanted to ask you something. How do you balance your desire to become a better player with life? Like, you hit great shots, also shitty ones. The more you practice, the better you play. And when you have the bug, it's crazy. For me, it's all I can think about. I can't tell if he's talking about golf or life. Um, I'm a golfer who also happens to have a sales job in cannabis, but really I just want to golf. Huh. Now I know I'll never be I know I'll never be as good as a PGA touring pro. They get to play all day, every day. But I do have my dreams of the state mid-am and possibly US mid-am and as I age the senior competitions, but where's the balance? like internally and emotionally. With knowing you have this potential that's untapped, working to get there and being kind to yourself when you don't achieve what you were hoping, i.e. club championships, I played poorly in mine as well. I fucking blew up at mine. At Wilshire, RIP, I think about the guys I play against and some used to be pros on Nike and web.com tours and I just wonder, can I get that good? Can I hit better shots? Can I play not just good or solid but great golf? Honestly, bro, I have no fucking clue. I just don't know. I mean, yeah, I don't know if anybody knows. I mean, the amount of work these guys are putting into it is tremendous. And all you see is the top 15 players on a Sunday. Like you don't see the other 110 that are just that, you know, that 80 of them missed the cut and 40 of them just are sucking. You don't, you don't see the guys shooting two over. So, I mean, I don't know, dude. Uh, I wish I felt like this when I was 12. Yeah. I mean, so yeah i agree and had no responsibilities but now i'm 35 and i went from a 9 to a 2.8 this year that's pretty good um 2.8 is pretty good uh i'm taking my first ever swing lessons wow well maybe that'll help the swing lessons can hurt and help right they're definitely good for you but they also can really sidetrack your scoring um in an effort to have a more efficient golf swing and, and more repeatable and reliable but they definitely take a year to groove um so, yeah, very excited to see what I get out of that, what I put in. Maybe it's the sense that, that these is a known journey you're embarking on, on a deep dive into self to battle your own demons. Maybe it's just that golf is really fucking difficult. Well, that's very true. Golf is very, very insanely difficult. And that's kind of why um, I think everybody comes to it, right? You know, you look at every sport, no matter what the sport is um, or you know, even just industry or creatives or anyone, a lot of people come to golf because it is so fucking difficult and it is a wonderful way to wrap your head around a puzzle that's not simple. It's it's a more advanced game. And especially if you like nature and people, um, you really get the best of all of these wonderful worlds while you kind of gather around to see if one of you can figure out the puzzle for that one day. Um, yeah, anyway, so he says, I hope some type of question emerges from that with which you can work and possibly expound upon. Also, never did get your review of Common Ground in Denver. Would love to hear your thoughts on my home course. Oh, very cool, man. Well, Common Ground. I fucking love that place, dude. That was common. Like, I would be so lucky to live near Common Ground because that is just a real golf course, right? That you can actually, whoa, got the mic up in my grill. Snowball, I'm watching an extra dog today. Max. Snowball, Max. I got two dogs today. Um, they they look identical. I'm going to post a photo of Max on my Instagram so you can see they look literally the same. 
Max. They're both not listening to me. They're totally on my bed, just pissing and shitting. Hello. Hello. Can I get a dog? Come here. No. Max. Hey. Come here. It's me. I'm not at the door. They started doing construction. Hey, stop it. They started doing construction. Stop it. Come here. They started doing like a... God, stop fucking barking. Hold on a sec. Yeah. Come here, Max. What do you got to say? Hey, buddy. Hey, buddy. Max, you're so fucking cute, dude. Max is a puppy, and he makes Snowball look like an old, old, like, um, uh, you know, he makes Snowball look like the penguin. <laughs> Maxie. Um, hi, buddy. Good to see you. Oh, you're so cute. Fuck, I love dogs. Um, so, uh, Anyway, so they got the construction going on on my street, and they've got the steel plates in the ground. And whenever a car drives over the steel plates, I swear to God, someone's knocking at the door because it goes dunk dunk, and I'm like, huh, someone's through the door. Three times I've gone and walked up to the door, and I've been like, where is everybody? Is this someone pranking me? Um, okay, back to common round. I'm I'm jealous. Like if you live it near there, or if you live near Beth Page, or I mean, fucking, uh, you know, all of these wonderful public courses, you know, Goat Hill. I mean, Goat Hill obviously is um, a different category than Common Ground or Tory or, you know, TPC Harding Park or whatever. I mean, there's so many great public courses out there. Um, Common Ground, I think, is, is, is one of the nicest, right? And it's, it's a little Jim Urbina job. I can't remember if he designed it or if he shaped it or what. Uh, I think it was a group of shapers. I don't know. I don't really remember. Um, I mean, I was fucking there with Jim Urbina. You'd think I'd remember. But um, I focus on the bigger picture, guys. It's a, it's an old piece of property that is like a, adjacent to and was a landing strip and a military base. And it's just like fun. It's flat. It's fun. It's good views. It's it's The golf is not crazy. <clears throat> Max is literally between my legs. What's up, buddy? You feel safe there? Yep. Totally safe. Um <laughs> No bad podcast is going to hit harm you from right now. Anyway, whatever. Uh, yeah, so anyway, Common Ground's chill. I mean, honestly, I don't know how to answer the question, though. Like, I think it's just like, you go try, and uh, you got to paint the threshold. Like, how many how many dollars, how many hours, how many years are you willing to sink into this idea? And just, you got to just know that number and try it and do it. You know, like a lot of times when I pick up my phone, I tell myself I'm going to look at this for five minutes. Because I can't just open-ended. I'm just on it forever. Um, so I'm really, you know, like, you got you to gotta just, it's kind of like, uh, sometimes I walk into a restaurant and I try to visualize what the fuck I want to eat before I even walk in. And that way, I don't have to, like, pour over the menu like I'm reading a book. I can, and a lot of times I don't even look at the menu and I'll just be like, hey, do you have, like, um, spaghetti bolognese? And they're like, no, but we can make it. Or they're like, yeah, we do. It's awful. Or they're like, yeah, we do. It's great. And there you go. That's how you do it. Um, so yeah, common ground. That's what's up. Um, speaking of great public golf, wow. Me and Andy Johnson and Colt had a fucking week of all weeks, man. We went up to Chicago and obviously several things happened. Um, you know, but along with the jumbotron madness, uh, we played a little course called Lawsonia. Lawsonia golf links. I, Lasonia. I don't even know if it's called anything. I think if you just type in Lasonia Golf, you'll find it. It's way. It's three hours north of Chicago. It's basically on the way to Sand Valley, 
I went to Sand Valley last year. A lot of people were like, how come you're not going to Sand Valley? And I was like, because I've already been, dog. But Lawsonia is this Langford Moreau job from, I don't know, the 30s, something, a long time ago. And Andy, you know, we I'm not going to break this apart because Andy and I shot a really wonderful video on Lawsonia, and I, I'm really proud of it, and I'm going to... I'm going to edit that together when I get time. By the way, a lot of the videos you see on the YouTube channel, I edit them. How, how fucking crazy is that? You know, I got this guy, Thomas Wright, and he's literally a genius at the keyboard, right? At the helm of the editing bay. Uh, the problem is he's just fucking slammed. Like I'm choking him out with some fucking editing material. We're still trying to get the Scotland stuff off the ground, but I don't want to start releasing it until we've got a couple in the can just in case, you know. I don't know if Thomas dies or something like that. No, but more likely just, you know, he's scheduling. And I don't want to start releasing something and then not fulfill. Well, you know what they say, Max? They say under promise and over deliver. So I always tell people I'll be there eventually. You know, try not to get too specific. You don't want to get pigeonholed. All right, everybody, get into Clublender. Taking a trip and don't want to lug your clubs? I don't. Clublender's got you covered. Actually, I don't mind because I get free bags, but if you don't get free bags, stop getting fucked. If you like to travel light and get out of the airport fast, next time rent premium clubs from Clublender instead of bringing your own. No one looks cool dragging a bag of clubs through an airport. That's actually very true. I always feel like I have some dead bodies in there. And who wants to pay the airline an extra baggage fee? I would not. I would not do it if I didn't get it for free. They haven't got enough. <laughs> they haven't got enough of your money already? You jicks. Give me my money back. Visit clublender.com, select the set you want from among Callaway, TaylorMade, Titleist, and PXG, and select your dates. Yeah, I want some dates. Uh, whether the Medjool dates, uh, whatever. Club Lender will deliver them in a vessel bag. Oh, that vessel bags are actually pretty chill. The day before you're round to any hotel or course, home or office in California, Utah, Nevada, or Arizona. Did you hear that? California, Utah, Nevada, or Arizona. If you want to rent anywhere else in the U.S., give them a call or chat with them online, and they'll try to set you up with clubs. They have lefty and righty, stiff and regular, men's and women's. I don't know. I might just fucking switch it up and go with uh, left-handed, regular flex women's clubs and just see what happens. Better yet, the clubs come with tees, a divot repair tool, a ball marker, and a wet, hot, almond-scented towel. I'm just kidding. It's a regular towel. If you need a rangefinder, a glove, or balls, they can send them along, too. Jeez, this is a fucking one-stop shop. Prices start at $65 a day for the first day, $20 each additional day, less than most airlines charge for that extra bag. True facts. And there's no waiting around with that oversized baggage area. Yo, that's true. The oversized baggage area sucks. Get ready for the code, y'all. Use Eric Lang as a coupon code at clublender.com to get 10% off your first rental from Club Lender. It's E-R-I-K-L-A-N-G. Eric Lang is the code. Own the experience, not the clubs, Club Lender. All right, that's a pretty good ad. Yo, Adidas golf shoes, y'all. I've worn lots of shoes since I started playing golf seven years ago, but I haven't found anything that matches Adidas. It's actually very true. Boost, all capitals, folks, B-O-O-S-D. Boost is the best cushioning in the game, and they test all their shoes so that you get the stability you need for the swing that you want or whatever. Whether it's the Tour 360, which is all around a great shoe, or the Adicross Bounce, that's what I like. Uh, I typically wear... Well, I like the Addy Pure, y'all, because they're classy as fuck. And I also like the... 
I like the cross knit boost, y'all. It's an older model, but they look kind of fly. Everyone thinks I'm wearing running shoes on the course, but no, I've got stability and I've got little nubs to keep me in check when I over-rotate with the big stick. Um, everything that they make is so versatile and comfortable, but most importantly, they're all built to perform on the course. Visit adidas.com and click on the golf section or visit your local retailer. <laughs> Maybe just go online, y'all. Who wants to go to a local retailer? Let's face it. To find the pair that's right for you. You can also follow Adidas Golf on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook for all the latest news and releases. Check it out. Hey, Sklar Brothers here, Randy and Jason, and we have a couple of podcasts. If you you know them or you don't know them, check them out. We do View from the Cheap Seats, which is sports and comedy, and we have a podcast called Dumb People Town where we break down stupid behavior done by stupid people in this stupid world of ours. It is hilarious. Check them both out, and now check out this podcast. So anyway, Andy Johnson, Fried Egg, one of the only podcasts in golf to listen to other than this one. Andy's a really great guy, and he loves his uh, golf, and he and and I love the way he talks about his golf, and he's taught me a lot as far as the history of the game, the way um, you know we receive the architecture of golf in America in a lot of ways. Um, I was interested to find that he's never been to Scotland. Um, so anyway, I don't know when that podcast is going to air. Again, under promise, over deliver, but I do know that it will, and that you will probably like it. Um, but anyway, we went out to a great public track three hours from Chicago. Chicago has some really great golf. And then, and then we did that on, on Monday. Um, but Sunday we went to, um, Canal Shores, great little public track, uh, in Evanston, 27 people came out and we just all played golf as one group. And I just love that. I mean, that is one of my favorite things on earth is just all play together, all join up, talk, whatever, bullshit, say hi. And it kind of goes through phases. You know, you got the first phase of, uh, who is everybody? I don't know. I've, we probably message on Instagram, but it's hard for me to know how you connect with your face to the handle to what we talked about. And then, you know, there's obviously a lot of other people saying hi. Do they know each other? Saying hello, Chicago, blah, 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 blah. And then Canal Shores is just this super sweet golf course that's got 18 holes. It's kind of short. I think it's like... 4,000 yards or something. I can't remember a lot of par threes and it kind of borders along this canal. And so you've got a couple of par threes that go over the water. Um, supposedly it's where Bill Murray and Brian Doyle Murray worked as kids. Uh, they were from the town and they worked in the little turn stand there. And this is where they came up with the idea for Caddyshack. Uh, there was some dispute on my Instagram comments that I did not get involved in about that being true or untrue. <clears throat> and the truth is, I don't know. I didn't do the fact checking. I didn't call Bill or Brian, but I was told that that's true and I choose to believe it. So, um, fuck that. Fuck that. I say fuck. He just says fuck it. Bob Mennery, trying to get Bob on the podcast over here. He's, he and I are old friends actually. And, uh, you know, I think he'd be great, but I refuse to do it over the phone. I refuse. I, I refuse. You call me on the day of my daughter's wedding. Anyway, I refuse to do it over the phone. I want it in person. I want a face-to-face. I want to look you in the eye when I podcast you. I, I think it makes for a better show. And um, you got to have some fucking morals. You got to have some. You got to draw the line somewhere. Somewhere, Max and Snowball. <laughs> Max and Snowball are literally just, they have a, they're in a 69 headlock. <laughs> just like both about to kill each other. Um, 
Snowball gets along with other dogs, um, especially when they let uh, him fuck them. <laughs> he really is an old creeper. Um, he's just an old creeper. But, you know, I love him. I love him no matter what. You know, it's just one of those things. Unconditional love. Uh, so Canal Shores was great. The, the the staff were very nice. If you find yourself in Chicago, definitely go over to Canal Shores. Definitely go for a hang. It's it's vibey. It's good vibes and golf fun. It's not a world chip world championship track. Obviously, it's on a fucking uh, it's on a fucking uh, canal. You know, and um, the canals was for a long time filled with shit. So figure that out. But it's a really good deal, and there's good people, and it's still, I proved, it is still golf. And, you know, we play with a lot of kids from the high school team. We play with a lot of locals nearby. Uh, anyway, that was a blast. And, you know, from my perspective, I go into those things. I, I go in, like, so far I think we've done five or seven or something, and I usually go in there being like, I don't want to do this. And I'm just being totally honest. I, it's it's not, and I don't even know why I don't want to do it. I, I think part of it is that I'm afraid. You know, when I used to go to summer camp, um, when I was a kid, <laughs> summer fucking camp, huh? Let's talk about summer camp. Everyone get comfy, all right? Summer camp. Who went to summer camp? I mean, how fucking great was summer? Why am I not in summer camp right now? We need to, oh my God. I think I may have just come up with a rad idea, like golf camp, like a four day golf trip of just like everybody rolls in. We, we beast mode tethero and it's just, or fucking whatever it is, band in sand Valley Cabot fucking, but not like a one day event, like multiple days golf school. And like, you kind of structure it like a Ted talk almost like we could have like cool people come in and like talk and like bring art and like be a community event. Hey, this is a great idea. I think we just came up with a great idea. Thank you so much. Um, I'm going to pick a date and we're going to sell tickets and people are going to come. Like, why the fuck not? None of this like one little boom, boom, boom. This is a big deal, right? And this is going to be a wonderful, you know, I hate to use the word networking because it makes me think of net jerking, which I don't really like to do. But that said, I do love humans. Uh, but I don't need any more net jerking. What we need is more connectivity and just hangs. You know, one of the things that's funny is like here, me, Hafer, Colt, Stewart, all these wonderful Matthew Galloway, we were in Scotland together. But in some ways, we were at such hyperspeed and we were so focused on filming that we almost didn't get that like hang in that we deserved by the fire. We were at such a high pace that we didn't really get that like bro time. And if you're a chick, it's a bro with the chick time. It's 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 family time. It's friend time. So we're going to make this. So apparently now we're going to set an event. But anyway, the feeling that I have going into these meetups is like I'm pretty I'm pretty I'm, I'm pretty scared. I'm scared. I don't want to go in. What's behind that door? Who well, maybe someone's there to make fun of me? <laughs> maybe Snowball's going to throw up. Maybe I'm going to hit a shank maybe I'll play maybe I maybe I won't play well <laughs> um but of course as soon as it starts all of that melts away and this was the experience I had in summer camp at the age of 15 is my parents were bringing me up there 
eight week long summer camp. And we pulled into the gate and I said, what time is it? And they said, I don't know, noon. And I said, what time is everyone getting there? And they said, anytime between 10 and three. And I was like, can we turn around? I just want to, can we just do something else for three hours? I don't want to be here yet. And it wasn't me knowing that it's cool to be casually late. By the way, I don't even subscribe to that really. But it, I, I usually show up whenever someone tells me to show up. So, but it was me just like being terrified to show up. And um, so we went and we just like sat on a picnic bench and had ice cream for three hours. And I was just a nervous wreck. I was like snowball. I mean, I was just shaking. I was not happy, and I was just prolonging the inevitable, which was which was only going to be meeting new people and having a great time. But for some reason, I am not as much of an extrovert as one would think. Um, I really do uh, just like to be alone. And, you know, I mean, most nights I'm just at myself by my house. What? I'm like, okay, guys. Hey, guys. What would you do if I was like, and then I had a stroke? Not funny. Uh, strokes aren't funny, but I mean, well, I guess everything's kind of funny at some level. Um, even death, right? I mean, if you think about it, kind of funny, right? I got a funny quote about death. Let's see if I can see if I can make you laugh. Um, <laughs> I don't know if it's not funny. We will see very shortly, my guys. Here's the quote. Stand by. Dying men think of funny things, and that's what we all are here, aren't we? Dying men. Now, that quote is from Tad Williams. And at first, I thought it said Ted Williams. And I was like, oh, baseball player. Tad Williams. Who the fuck is Tad Williams? Tad Williams, American fiction writer. Robert Paul Tad Williams is American fantasy and science fiction writer, the author of multi-volume Memory, Sorrow, and Thorn series. Well, this guy looks real emo. He looks uh, real like um, like he's into... Um, whoa. He's like Harry Potter before Harry Potter existed. Um, and he's 61 years old. His birthday is St. Patty's Day. Uh, almost. I got that wrong. Anyway, um, we we uh, we show up to these events, and I'm always a little nervous. But the experience has been uh, without fail every time. It's a wonderful event. And <clears throat> usually... Uh, it's just great, you know, like we went to this one at UGP, we screened an episode of Adventures in Golf. Oh, speaking of Adventures in Golf, it's finally here. How about that, folks? How about a little Adventures in Golf? I don't even know what episode is coming up next, to be honest with you. What episode could it be? Um, I actually think I do know. Hang on, let me tell you. Speaking of Adventures in Golf, fucking how about the the citizens of Wyzetta, Minnesota? I respect your commitment to Sparkle Motion. That is very, very serious. Um, what the fuck? I don't have the email that has the... Um, hang on. Search Bob. Uh, okay, here it is. Yeah, I think... I think we're going to release uh, Dick the Destroyer this Tuesday. The next episode to be voiced and colored is Park Golf. Let's see what... I, I don't actually know. I'm going to start saying it and I'm going to be wrong. Um, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to email everybody and ask for the fucking schedule because I should I should know these things. Eh? Maybe I should know these things. Ryan, 
What is AIG schedule? What is AIG release schedule? So I don't look like an ass. Like, don't look like an asshole. Thanks. <laughs> I hope he that I'm. I hope he knows that I'm joking. Well, whatever. Some people don't know you're joking, folks. And you know what? Fuck them. Uh, uh, all right, I'm winding down. I'm winding out of things to talk about. But um, anyway, the meetup was rad. We're going to do more. I'm going to focus on not being not being afraid. Um, here we go. Ready? I got two little stories. All right. And then these stories are fucking lame. All right. So get ready. Native Americans were always afraid of trains. All right. Because they uh, saw them as man-eating animals that would ride through their town in the middle of the night, their village. And one Native American was in a train station later in life, and he was very scared. And um, the train came into the station, and he was with a white man who was, I don't know, doing work with him or something. Maybe they were selling feathers and shit. I don't know. And they they get on the train, and uh, the Native American is just fucking stressed, right? Obviously, because he's like, what is this thing? And the white guy goes... What's up? You seem stressed. And he goes, well, my people uh, believed the trains ate humans. And, um, you know, I was very scared. And he said, well, if you're so scared, why did you get on the train? And the Native American guy goes, well, I mean, you know, I was always also always taught to be more curious than afraid. Just a little bit more curious than afraid. And I think for me, that's what the meetups are about. And that's what all this shit is about. Just a tiny bit more curious. Like what what is going to happen? Right? What's the worst thing that's going to happen? You know, and and I think that as long as I can just keep the curiosity just a just a point above whatever fear level I'm at, then then it's all good. Because I mean, the truth is, like, no matter what it is that I'm doing, if it's not scary, that's actually kind of lame in and of itself. Like, it should be pretty fucking scary. Because if it's not scary, like, how how interesting is it really? Is it really new? Am I really trying anything? Have I really actually put myself out there? I mean, it's pretty scary to say, I'm going to record two podcasts a week. I was terrified. I don't even know why Why I, just, why I said I would do it. But, you know, um, I, it was just one of those things where it's like, cool, I, mean, I might as well be scared, right? I might, I might, as, well, I might as well do something that's scary because otherwise, what, what else is it, right? I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know if I want to not be scared. So cheers to that. Cheers to just fucking walking into summer camp like a boss, knowing that you're going to get your first French kiss. How great was that? I saw Lori years later in Manhattan, Lori, Lori Samuels and I, first French kiss. We, um, I hadn't seen her in 20 years. Man, a lot of things happened over that period of time. Huh? How about it? Rehab, jail on my end. <laughs> Who knows? Anyway, Lori, good to see you. Hope you're well. Um, but, uh, and then we're going to do the big, we're going to do the big, we're going to do golf summer camp, GSC. (laughs) That sounds like a good title. Cool. Hold all my calls. Um, but yeah. And then, uh, oh, I fucking totally forgot after Lawsonia and Canal Shores went out to a little course, uh, in Chicago, uh, called Medina, right? You know, fucking Medina country club where they played the Ryder cup four years ago. Uh, six years ago, and um, where Rory was late for his tea time. How sick was that, man? 
So we went there and I played uh, with Colt, obviously. Colt came out um, and uh, Jeff Jones, who's an executive for United. And he's a wonderful guy. He set it all up and played with Tony Kukoc, who is like straight up such a sweet guy and a complete fucking legend. And we made a vlog about it. And, you know, I mean, it's just kind of a back and forth thing. Like Tony said he didn't want to be photo. The, the word on the street was third party. Tony's, Tony didn't want to be on camera. Well, okay. Then I asked him and he said, no problem. And then the word on the street was still he didn't want to be filmed. So I didn't want to step on any toes, but that said, Tony said it was fine. Long story short, we just filmed as much as we could anyway without being dicks. And then after playing Medina, which is Medina is one of these courses for me where it's like it might not be architecturally significant. Andy Johnson might not really care. It might not even be that interesting. Um, they might even be douchebags. The superintendent of Medina might not even be interested in dogs on the golf course. Uh, all of those things said, I like the layout. I like those old kind of wide country club courses, right? I like that. I like where the hole bends a little bit right and it frames you up. I like a little bit of water. I like an island or like a little green there. I like the elevation. I mean, maybe it's not natural and maybe it's boring or maybe it's not interesting, but I'm an idiot. And so it doesn't take much for me to get excited. You could take me into a Chick-fil-A and I'm fucking pumped. You know, I don't need fancy. You know what I mean? I'm down with whatever. And so, I mean, <laughs> look at me. I don't need fancy. I'll be fine at Medina Country Club. But you know what I mean? Like, <clears throat> God, sometimes I just got to slap myself. You sound like a jerk, Eric. You sound like a total jerk. You literally, literally sound like an asshole. Um, but... <laughs> But it was really fun, and we played with Tony. And the cool thing is, is you know, Tony just loves golf, right? And he just you can tell he's one of those examples of people that like are so super talented, and they come to golf with this, uh, you know, wonderful, um, you know, um, uh, drive to to enhance, to grow, to to gain lessons, to achieve at some point a moment of selflessness in order to perform at the highest ability. And I mean, obviously the guy's got like a fucking ton of championship rings from his NBA time at the Bulls. Got to meet Horace Grant later that night. Tony comes into this fucking, uh, the, uh, suites over at the United center. Cause, cause we, um, cause we aired the old AIG trailer. We shot like a little AIG trailer where I'm on the roof of the United Center and I hit a golf ball off the United Center. And um, so I'm, but, and Benny the Bull is my caddy, the mascot for the Bulls. And so we, we shot that on t uh, Tuesday. And, you know, we, uh, I'm going to edit a little behind the scenes vlog of that too. And, and we'll throw that up on the old uh, YouTube. Check out the YouTube channel, y'all. It's my new pride and joy. It's my passion. Um, I think there's a link in this description. Or you can just search my ugly name. My ugly mug. My ugly mug at YouTube.biz. Check it out. Uh, Eric's curly hair at YouTube.org. Uh, I think it's YouTube.com slash Eric Anders Lang Show, surprisingly. I came up with that before the podcast itself. So fucking riddle me that. Riddle me that, dream dream guy, dream catcher, psychic, anyone? Want to go to a psychic? Maybe I should go to a psychic. 
I don't know. I, I pretty much anytime I go to a psychic, I'm like, you're an idiot. All right, enough ping pong. Back to the podcast. So we go to the United Center and they air this little promo spot that we shot on the roof uh, of the United Center the day before. And after that airs, we come up to the suite and I'm with Jeff and the United crew and I'm just like trying not to make an ass out of myself. But I'm also like, hey, fuck it. I'm just going to be myself. Who cares? I'm literally going to talk about whatever I want to talk about. And the great news is I love planes and I love frequent flyer programs. I love miles. I love... I love seat numbers. I love everything about it. I love fair classes. I love expert mode on the United website. I love GPUs, RPUs, PQMs, fucking PQDs, fucking A. I love mileage runs. Are you? Do you feel me, frequent flyers? I know some of you don't use United, but that's fine. American, Delta, Etihad, fucking Emirates. I love all the airlines. I love it. Singapore Airlines, Jetstar, fucking Flybee, fucking Spice Air. Give me some Spice Air, India. Oh, man. Give me Lufthansa. Oh, yeah. Give me a little um, uh, JetBlue, if you will. But don't ever give me Ryanair. Ryanair is the worst airline. Ryanair and Spirit Airlines, literally delete. Delete, delete. Get out. Refresh. Unsubscribe. Fucking never again unfollow, mute, whatever you got to do. Get out of my face, you too. Every other airline, I'm cute. I'm down with. Awesome. Legit. So anyway, moving on. Um, we, uh, so we're in the suite and we're having these little steak sliders. You know what I'm talking about? Steak sliders with barbecue sauce. I mean, I was like, now we've made it. And then I was making these little seltzer water with like eight limes in it because they were just the place was filled with limes. And you know, I mean, someone else is paying for the limes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make limeade out of that lime. And um, and Tony comes in and he's like, "What's up?" And we just chilled and hung out and and we started talking about Phil Jackson and like sacred hoops and and like just getting together as a team. And and then he's like, "Hang on, I think Horace Horace wants to come in." And I looked at Colt and I was like, Horace Grant, my guy, with the goggles. Get him in here, man. And he was wearing his rings. And he came in. Oh, man, just what a nice guy. We were just hanging out and having fun, shooting the shit in the suite. My man Eric was on the Jumbotron. What a dream of a day. Played Medina with the small forward, legendary 90s Bulls. Tony Kukoc, first player to come over from Croatia, from Middle East, I'm sorry, from Eastern Europe. Tony invited me to his house in Croatia. I'd just like to point that out. I'm thinking of going because he says there's no golf there, and I'd like to do an adventure in golf with Tony in Croatia. Um, and then, yeah, and then that was, and then the next morning we got up and got on the plane and came back to LA. And that's the end of the podcast, I think. I'm so, I'm fucking I'm I hope you guys have a great Monday. I hope you have a great time. If you have any ideas about uh about golf summer camp, hit me up. Let's fucking do it. Don't steal the URL cuz cuz I know it's you if you do it. Don't actually I don't care. Do whatever you want. Steal the URL. It's all free. Either way, for me ideas like that aren't really about making money. It's like we can make money in our own way. Like I can we can make money. I'll just sell dogs. I'll, I know what I'll do. I'll sell dogs. Snowball. He's like, now I'm definitely staying away. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, let me know if you have any ideas about that. Guys, I need more questions. We had a great letter last week. I had a great, great letter from Moshe. 
letter from Ganja Golfer today. Thanks for reaching out. Um, I don't know. I'm, I could just go into the DMs right now. Is that fucking crazy? Just do a little live DMs. Let's say. <clears throat> I don't think I can do this, actually. I don't know if I can handle this. Um, dude, Kevin. Ch- oh, here we go. Fuck this. Let's do this. Uh, here's from Ka- from California. Dude, Kevin Chappell's interview was fire. Ralph has told us many times what a down-to-earth guy he is, and it was clear as day in y'all's convo. My wife flipped out at the, I'm not a me guy, I'm a we guy. That's actually pretty rad. Actually, Kevin Chappell's, Kevin Chappell was one of the most awesome and down-to-earth interviews I've ever heard. Um, because I've been saying that verbatim since she and I got together eight years ago. My guy, I think I'm going to start saying that. I'm not a me guy, I'm a we guy. I mean, you got to be a we guy at the end of the day, because what what are you really fighting for, you know? I mean, if you're a me guy, then you're just a fucking tool bag. So fuck the me guys. Get down with the we guys. And I respect the reason behind dropping Wilshire. It's always been a trip for me at Lake Merced. I'm the head pro, and I could never afford to be a member, LOL. Uh, yeah, sorry for reading this out loud, by the way. <laughs> I hope this doesn't get you in trouble. Um uh, I learned at Goat Tracks and Muni's as a teenager. Oh, man. You almost got me to cry right there, brother. Um, as a teenager, I never thought I'd be part of the private club world. And now I am, but I'm not also. Life's a trip. Pump that AIG is back. Keep it up. You know, that's pretty fucking rad. Um, you know, it's, 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 it's interesting. It's interesting, you know, because if you look at that, that's, I just dove in. Like, I didn't even know I was going to get that message. I got to tell him I responded on the podcast. Hang on a sec. Um, awesome. Accidentally read this on podcast. <laughs> uh, so, so listen up. <laughs> um, I mean, that's so cool, y'all. If you work at a course, how cool is that? I mean, you don't, I don't, do you, if you work at a golf course, do you show up every day with a feeling of deep purpose and value that you're providing some type of canvas for the golfers of the world to come out and spray paint their balls all over the uh, OB. I mean, what a cool opportunity. I mean, in a way, that's service, you know? And and I did actually, you know, I had to, I called Wilshire this week uh, and, you know, like many days after I posted the podcast because I didn't, I really, when I left, I really only told the uh, head pro and the GM. I didn't really tell anybody. I told like my few close friends, I texted them. But, um, you know, I called in and I, I, I talked to Jay, my, one of my favorites there, absolutely. And Jay's in the same boat. I mean, he's not going to join a country club, but he's a part of this place. Um, not a member, obviously, but he has the, his, 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 um, his sphere emotionally is of the club. I mean, he spends more time there than most members do. And he thinks about how to make it better and things like this. So, you know, I really appreciate that message. That's a, that's a cool one. Um, you know, because people need people. That's stupid. Um, all right, now I'm in the message request. I only go in here about once or twice a week. <clears throat> so when you send a message and I don't respond right away, it's because it's in here. Uh, Love your random foursome vlog at Beth Page. I have a tournament there on the blue course tomorrow and have a tea time for the black course right after my tournament round at 818. I've watched that vlog so many times this week leading up to playing the black horse. Hopefully I can go out and break 90. Keep up the great work, bro. Uh, love the content. Also, LOL, by the way, listen to your podcast with Charlie Hoffman right now. 
Didn't find the Augusta ball on the third hole today. Looks hard, though. <laughs> Got to find that Augusta ball. Uh, red, red on podcast. Um, thank you. That's funny. Um, Aiden. Aiden, you're a fucking legend. Um, what else? I'm just killing time. Oh, here we go. <clears throat> I'm going to read this one, then I'm out. Since the loss of Bourdain, I have wondered... Ah, this one's going to make me cry, man. I have wondered who would fill his shoes. Do you have but in your own way, and obviously with golf instead of food? It brings me great joy to watch you and brings us uh, these stories about what golf is really about. Trust me, many of us get it. I get the passion and purpose of your journey. Think, Thank you for saying yes, as you like to say. The world is better for it. Golf needs you like it needs Tiger, if that makes sense. I mean that's bold words. Uh, I the golf world definitely needs Tiger. I don't know if it needs me, but I do appreciate that. Uh, I have recently changed my approach to the game. I'm trying to find the fun in it without all the noise. Unfuck my golf swing, so to speak. Unfuck the golf swing. There's a T-shirt for you. Your interviews and videos have helped inspire that. Can't wait for be the ball. Keep up the good work and don't ever change. Uh, that's fucking awesome, man. Thank you for the message, um, uh, Bornado. B stands for, well, you look like a nice guy. Sun River, Oregon. I'm feeling it. Ah, you look like a sweetie there with the fucking lady and the glasses and the shamrock hat. Oh, we got a meme. I warned you. Oh, boy. Talking to the backswing. You got a nice swing, too. Look at this. Down the line with a pyramid. Love a good pyramid of balls. Let's see. You got you got to choke down a little bit. I like that. Looks like maybe you got like an eight iron. Oh, I like it. Little Matt Kuchar. I like it. Nice. Um, fuck yeah. Answered on pod. Let me know if you like this. On pod. Let me know. Let me know. Let me know if this was stupid or not with answering the questions with just re- with just going through the DMs. I think it's kind of fun because you never know what's it's like you literally never know what's gonna happen. Um But let me know if I'm wrong. Let me know if I'm an idiot. Eh, please, would you let me know? Um I got to go, but <laughs> I got to go. Um, no, but that's um, that's really sweet. Yeah, be the ball. So so I'm working on it, right? It's really hard to carve out time for be the ball, though, because I have like 9,000 other things to do, but I, but I am going to finish it. It is going to be great. And one of the things we're going to start doing on the YouTube channel that I'm pretty excited about is we're going to start putting out excerpts that aren't in the film that were shot um, you know, on with the film. Like we've got... I've got an hour-long interview with George Lopez. I've got an hour-long interview with Samuel L. Jackson. I've got an hour-long like, interview with Dr. Uh, Parent, with um, fucking with so many great people. I've got all these great interviews. So we're going to start releasing like you know three to five-minute clips of those interviews and a little Be The Ball playlist that you can go to. And as well, in the... I just burped, <clears throat> but I think I kept it pretty quiet. So, hey, you, ne- you never know. Uh, anyway, so be the balls coming out. We're gonna start with the with the website. We're gonna release the meditations and everything, and all that other stuff. So, all right, y'all, I'm out. Good luck unfucking your golf swing, and definitely uh, wait for me in the shower. I'll see you there, and uh, have a great week. And who knows what's gonna come out on Thursday? Who knows? But we'll definitely be in Pinehurst, chatting it up with Gil Hance. Um, all right, thanks a lot, y'all. I'll see you soon. 